going to start the recording. Thank you for your clarity. Okay, good morning, everybody. My name is Mary, and Carla's with me here. We're going to be your co-facilitators for this uh, lovely community call. And I will begin by uh, saying a prayer. So I invite everybody to place their hand on their heart and take a deep breath of love and gratitude with me as we open ourselves to the infinite love and true identity of each and every one of us as our Christ light, that Christ presence. We are now welcoming the Christ presence in our minds right now. We are so grateful and thankful to open ourselves in our heart, in our mind, to the Christ consciousness and to share it with others. In the name of the beloved I am, we declare that we are worthy of our Christ nature and we welcome that. We are willing to see it in our brothers and sisters and recognize it in ourselves. So grateful and thankful to share the benefits of our healing and our expansion with everyone because we are one with them. I just want to remind everybody to um, please help me manage the um, noise by self-muting. If you're not speaking on the phone, please self-mute because if I mute you on my end, then I have to unmute you. So it's easier if you if you manage um, the outside noise by yourself with just hitting your mute button and um, unmuting yourself. But to um, hit the mute button, the uh, star six is to mute, and star seven is to unmute, and star two, if you want to raise your hand, raise and lower your hand with star two. So I will go ahead and um, unmute everybody, and please, if you would like to share your name and where you're from, that always makes it interesting. It's your call. Um, Carla and I are just delighted to be here with you and support you in that sharing. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. This is Kathy in South Dakota. Good morning. Good morning. Thank Good you both for facilitating this. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you. Good morning. This is Miles in New Jersey. And he can still see for miles and miles with his psychic powers. Uh, God given, of course. No. Robin in Los Angeles. I'm going to be pretty much silent. I'll be doing other things today, but hope everyone's doing well. Good morning. This is Carol in upstate New York.
Good morning. It's Lori in Wilmington, North Carolina. Carol from Sacramento, California. Excuse me, does anybody want to share anything that's been going on for them this week? This is Lori. Okay, Miles, you know I'm what I'm going to ask you after you posted what you did today in our Masterful Living Group. You're going to ask me why I love the rooster. What? You're going to ask me why I love the rooster. (laughs) (laughs) Smarty pants. Doesn't everybody love that rooster? I love the sounds of that rooster. Yeah, it seems to come in just when she's saying something important, too. Yeah, when she gets excited, too. It gets excited. Yeah. I'm sorry, Lori. What was the question? Talk a little bit about what you got from the class, that class and the homework assignment. Oh, my gosh. I I actually, I, I don't remember hearing an assignment, but what uh what um Jennifer was talking about she was talking about holy relationships and special relationships and she tied in having a whole I'm sure everybody who's read the course knows this except me but she she tied in having a holy being willing to have a holy relation holy relationship with atonement and that the key the one thing that we we are going to need to do at some point is to turn all of our relationships over to the Holy Spirit and have them be holy ones. And and that's the whole thing. If you want when when that when you're when you've done that, you've shown, you've demonstrated your willingness to be who you are and to let go of the world. And that, to me, is very powerful. Am I am I the only one who got excited about? No, me no, and, I, I didn't listen the to, I, li- oops, I listened to part of it, 
but I I only listened to like the first 20 minutes of her talk with Colin, and I was going to finish after class. Oh, I didn't finish the talk with Colin either. I was just, it on the I, homework I, one? Yeah, it was on the homework one. Okay. But I, I did listen to most of the one with Colin. I just hadn't finished it, and I decided I wanted to jump to the homework class. I'm glad I did. Well, I have something to share. Actually, I don't want to, but I'm going to. I, I do want to, but I don't want to at the same time. I I actually, this morning, I before I turned on that class to listen to, I was, I woke up thinking about, the, thinking about the future, which is always a dangerous thing. And I re realized, boy, this is a long story, and I'm going to make it really short, so I'm going to jump over some things. But we've been rent we've been renting the house that we're in, and we we are thinking about buying it, and we just signed up for another year's rent, thinking that we'll have enough money to buy it at the end of the year. And in in reality, I, unless we have all the cash for the house, which Nothing with God is impossible, but this is pretty close. Unless we have all the cash to buy the house. I don't think we can buy a house because of my age, our age. Um, I don't I don't see where a bank is going to lend us money and accept a mortgage payment from us because I actually don't know. The reality is I don't know how I could pay a mortgage over the next say 20 years or 15 years so so i it, it's actually it's not a bad thing it's actually an interesting thing because i finally re i just realized that i'm i'm not 40 years old anymore i'm 73 by the way and i sometimes act like i am and there's a positive aspect of that and there's a not so positive aspect of that and i really 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 need to rethink what i value in this life and um what's important to me and what is it that i i don't know how else to say this but in, in a no-no way i what i ought to be doing and and so in, it was sort of in the midst of that, oh, my God, here I go again, I have to change everything, that that class came on. And uh, 
it just it just sent me from nearing hell to to heaven because I really got what the opportunity was the opportunity is to trust God. somebody somebody needs to mute their phone. Oh, and by the way, Miles, they gave my stepmom a mortgage uh, when she was uh, when she was around that age, also, and she's in, and she lives in Connecticut. Oh, good for you. So, was, um, I don't recall the exact the exact details, but I think they're more looking looking for the ability to pay rather than rather than. Um, Yo, the age, so the, yeah, the, the, all the actuaries and all that—they just—they just crunch numbers. So yeah, having owned a bunch of houses, I'm, I'm you afford the payments. Uh, long, well, very yeah. short. Yeah. Well, Hi, I don't, Miles. This is this is Kathy. Hi, Kathy. I, you gonna buy I, me a house? I sure understand what you're talking about, but you know what you're talking about too, is because I'm right around your age too. And the thought is, um, do I want a mortgage? I mean, yes. we've always, you know, in our past, and I've had mortgages, and my last move, I don't have a mortgage, and I'm so glad I don't. And so that what we've, like you said, what do I really value? Not even just having the money to buy, but maybe you don't want to buy, you know, reevaluing it in different ways. I know when I moved this last time, and I have all these things that I've treasured for so long, and I and always I was going to use them. Okay, I know that I'll use this. But this time I looked at it and think, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Reevaluating in terms of the rest of my life, you know, I thought I probably will never use this. Let me find a new home for it. But but you're so right of that. We're we're going on old patterns, and yet there are new possibilities at our age. And uh, to look at those possibilities and reevaluate in terms of that in a in a good way. I really appreciate what you said. Thanks, and I I appreciate what you just said because what I realized while you were saying it is I don't I don't care about owning a house at all. Yeah. And yeah. and the, what I care about is I don't want to move every two years or every year. Right. And so, and and that's a different that's a different thing to deal with than yes. buying a house. And and it's not that I wouldn't want to own a home. I don't really care. And also, I don't want to I don't want to be committed to a big mortgage. Yeah. Much less would a bank really? I'm self-employed, so for a lot of reasons, a bank's going to look at me and, go, yeah. and laugh. And there's but, a lot of freedom from not having a mortgage. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then you also have property taxes and you know house household expenses and you can't and you can't call somebody to fix things, you know. Mhm. Right. I, mean, I I live in a condo um and uh um my upstairs neighbor, it's a rental, 
long story short, there was a leak, and the guy didn't want to do much about it. He called a plumber once, and, oh, there's no problem, you know. So uh, he didn't want to deal, you know. So, so I had to call my insurance company, make a claim on my insurance because of, because of someone else's issue. Now, I was lucky in that, in that the money that I got from insurance was a lot more than it cost to fix, but... You know, so, you know, and in my case, it's HOA dues because it, because it's a condo. So it's a give and take thing. You know, yeah, okay. you, like you say, you have to ask yourself what you want. And, and I don't, you know, it's none of my business and I'm not asking, but if you, yeah, but if you have social security, which you may or may not. I don't know how long you've been working for, you, for yourself. The bank's going to take that into a, into a, into account too. But so. Yeah, I I do get Social Security, but it it's it wouldn't pay for. It, it's not really enough to live on. But depending on how I live. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, you're 73 years young, not old. <laughs> Thanks. I uh, just actually, this is Lori. I just actually, um, does anyone else out there love the way that we can start in one frame of mind and get to the other, like get, go start going through it and start recognizing or realizing all of these neat little other things that, oh, yeah. At first, it started out as anxiety, and now I see it as, oh, I get to decide what's really important to me. So I just think it's so much fun to hear about the process that you went through, Miles, as well as how the process unfolds now that I'm part of Masterful Living where things come up for me. Yeah, thanks, Lori. Yeah, and I'm with you. I I I marvel at our ability to move quickly. <laughs> Who's laughing? Somebody's laughing. I'm laughing. I'm laughing because oh. I'm it's Lori. Because I'm thinking sometimes it seems like not so quickly, but it really is quicker than it would have been before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quick. I think mean, quickly is. Directly disproportional to the amount of suffering you're going through. Yeah. The holy instant with each other. Love you guys. <laughs> Love, you too. Love you too. Who was that? Carol. Yeah, Carol. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I'm 63 and never owned a home, and I'm damn proud of it. <laughs> Don't even want to. had lots of good classes this week with Jennifer, huh? Even, you know, she tied in the uh, unity 
Paul theme similarly in all the prayers this week. I kind of use her prayers as Carol again on I'm I'm getting tired of in my my master living journal where I say my intention for today is okay, I'll get up or something, you know. He kind of repeats himself. My belief is yeah, I'm still lazy. So I take her her prayer a blog and I turn that into answering those questions and it I start to feel like Jennifer Hadley. But anyway, it helps. It gives me this completely different view. And oh, even though I feel like I'm cheating, <laughs> it's actually helping. Um, for example, let's see. Oh, she got it. Oh, sorry. Someone else can talk till I figure it out. <laughs> Well, I I would love to share the prayer that I found in the Masterful Living Journal um, while you're looking for that, um, that I have been really loving lately. And um, it happened right after we started reading about or talking about, uh, I think it was Patricia Cota Robles talked about the Violet Flame. <clears throat> And there's a prayer, I don't know if anyone's seen it in the Masterful Living Journal, that I've been saying out loud every day. And it, it, it's for the whole, it's for everybody on the world, in the world. And it's the most beautiful prayer. So would everybody be okay if I read it out loud? Please. Okay. It's called, Flood the earth with violet fire, and it's on page 70 of my Masterful Living Journal. And um, in the name of the great I am, I call for the light of a thousand suns. From the great central sun, angels of violet fire. In the name of God, I am that I am, saturate the earth and all of her evolution with limitless waves of violet fire. I call for the action of the violet transmuting flame and the action of the will of God to manifest on earth now and forever, an ever-increasing spiral of divine perfection. I call for all discord and activities on earth that are not reflecting the highest light and God's holy purposes to be miraculously swept and transformed by the power of the violet flame into divine love and harmony for the restoration of earth and her people into their original blueprint of perfection that was originally intended. Violet flame, violet flame, oh violet flame, in the name of in the name of God, flood the earth, her people and all her kingdoms with oceans and oceans of violet fire until every particle of life is restored to divine perfection. May peace and love be spread throughout the earth. May the earth abide in the aura of perfect love. May the earth abide in the aura of peace, love, and freedom. I give thanks that it is done now according to God's holy will. And so be it, beloved I am. That's beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. I just have been so inspired by that one lately. Um and I've been reading it out loud, and the one on the page before is how to ignite the violet flame within ourselves. So it's just 
it's just really touched me a lot lately. And Lori or anybody else, that there's a book. It cost nine dollars when I bought it from Amazon, and it's by the person who wrote that, Aurelia Louise Jones, and it's Prayers to the Seven Sacred Flames, which a lot of the prayers in the workbook were taken from. Oh, cool. Okay, I will check that out. Thank you, it's, Miles. It's really cool, and I. I read one or the other one every day, and sometimes I read one every day for three days or four days, and then I don't want to read it anymore. I pick something else. I don't know. It, it, my attention moves around in it, but it's amazing to me. Hi, this is Alex from London. I don't know if you can hear me. Yes. Hi. I also bought the book by um, Patricia, which is called The Violet Flame. And it has a really nice, a long prayer in it, which is like a download. So, And it covers all areas of download for creativity, for perfection. And so it's like a divine download. And for different areas, and I found it really powerful as well. It's really beautiful, and I think she really has this divine connection that she brings across so well in those prayers. That also costs only about, I think, $9 or something, that book. You can get it online. Thank you, Alex. And, you know, when I was talking to Jennifer in my session this week with her, um, she mentioned when I was asking about it that that may be one of the books that we read this year. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a really beautiful book. Yeah, I'm planning on Thank you for reminding me because I wanted to order that. And what's it called again? I think it's The Violet Flame. Okay. Yeah. And so she explains it a bit more in the introduction, what it is. And um, and then there are lots of different prayers and quite long ones as well. Um, I find her an amazing speaker, Patricia. Yeah. She's, uh, I downloaded some podcasts. Um, I found them on, on the app store. And she's, uh, yeah, very powerful. I mean, I, I'm not a Christian, so... but. A, a lot of it is kind of Christ consciousness, but she's so beautiful and it's so universal, I think, that um, it's just, uh, yeah, it's really, really effective. I can't quite describe why, but it really lifts me up to to listen to her voice and her content. I wanted to share something. Um, I, I feel really kind of petty today, and um, my husband wanted to go and do climbing, and um, because we have, you know, four children and they're all quite young, and I just, I just didn't feel like it, and I, I guess I felt like I really wasn't supporting him at all, and at the same time, I just thought, oh, I just didn't want to do it, and. Um, just left me feeling kind of bad, <laughs> but not quite sure what to do about it. 
I think also because I went yesterday and had um, um, uh, I think I mentioned it before a five rhythm dance class and it was so beautiful and I felt so connected to my soul somehow and then to come down to everyday life again I just I, I, I guess I didn't really find a way back in somehow don't know if you have any suggestions anyone What was it you went to yesterday? I missed that that you enjoyed so much. It was a it was a five rhythm dance um, class. So you just you, it's like a it's a um, so you just dance to different music for about two hours, and it's a very safe space, and there is lots of you know other people, and and so you every rhythm represents another kind of emotion that you can express through dancing. Um, so it's a beautiful experience, I felt, and and it's really um, refreshing, um, and it just, just gets you into another space. Um, um, yeah, I think my problem, or you know, maybe not problem, but is that all my all these experiences, I don't share them with my husband. So I feel um, he feels it takes me away from him when I do these things. And he feels it's selfish, and yet I, I try not to enter into discussions too much about it, um, and you know, as much as possible, do the you know blessings and ho'oponopono. But yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I just, not, it's hard to feel enlightened about all this. Or the classes this week will help. A lot. I don't know if you've had a chance to listen to those uh, uh, LACIM classes on consistency yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks. No, I haven't listened to that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like Miles was saying, right, Miles? Yep, absolutely. Don't miss it. Yep. Don't, miss the, don't miss the one. Don't miss the homework class from yesterday. Yeah. That's my recommendation. I'm sure you know everybody. Everybody loves whatever they love at the moment that they love it. <laughs> Could I say anything more obvious than that? He has what the book Radical Forgiveness is that what it's called or uh, the the class for the day before? Yes, it's Colin Tipping. Colin Tipping. This is Jeannie, um, and I joined late, but uh, is it Alexandria or Alex? Yeah, Alex, you can call me. Alex, um, there's just two things that I uh, feel I want to share. One is with you is um, what I sense, and I feel it for myself, too, and and I know Jennifer has shared it uh, many times in the calls, too, is I feel the the sense of guilt, of feeling guilty for, number one, enjoying yourself, and number two, not wanting to do something. But overall, it's just that feeling or emotion of guilt and that it's much bigger and deeper than just your personal guilt. And so for me, it's been helpful to realize it's, it's, it's 
it's beyond our personal self. It's sort of like we all got a bag, uh, you know, our baggage when we came to Earth, or <laughs> and everybody got a suitcase full or more, you know, and we're and we're responsible for allowing the feeling and feeling it fully to re- to release it, and that's that's our work. So that's the one part, and the other part is. Um, that something that you do that feels good for you, like the dancing class, that also can feel guilty, but um, it's kind of flipped upside down, which is something that feels so good to you and um, fills fills you up. If that that's for your best, it's for everyone's best. It's like lifting yourself up is in everyone's best interest, even if it doesn't. It's kind of trust back to trusting the spirit. Uh, or the higher Holy Spirit self. So that's my two cents. Yeah. Hope that helps. Is that Jeannie? Yes, yeah. yeah, Jeannie. Oh, mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> this is Kathy. That uh, that's helpful. Thank you. Oh, good. Yeah, Thanks. thank you. That is that's beautiful. <laughs> thank you. So that's Alan, very wise. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, this is this is this is Lori, and so I. I just want to, may I just repeat back what I heard you say? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what I heard you say was that, or what I got out of it, and I just want to know if I'm correct, is um, you said that you really enjoyed doing the dancing. You chose not to go climbing. Um you don't share the activities with your husband like this and that he feels separate from you? Yeah. What was that the gist of it? Okay. I just wanted to make sure I was Yeah, he um, well he feel he feels it's it's um he he feels it it's somehow selfish or, you know, I'm doing my stuff. And um, so we're not doing anything in common, which is true. You know, we're not we're not having a lot of joint fun activities. Is that really true? Is that really what he feels or is that what you think he feels? No, I think it's 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 what what he tells me he feels um, that we're not we're not engaging enough together. Um, yeah. Oh, that sounds like a call for love to me. Yes. Yeah. So maybe, may I make a suggestion? Yes. Um, I love affirmations, and maybe just even the affirmation. I'm willing to see what is for the highest and best for all involved in this situation and see what happens. Oh, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate having this support and, you know, you're all giving such great, great feedback and it just can feel so, so alone. Sometimes, you know, to be with that stuff when you think, oh, you know, I failed again. I should not have this situation. 
which I guess is also a type of managing and controlling on my behalf of, you know, not wanting to see it. This is Carol. I think it's a call to a call for love, like Miles said, a call to join, a call for him to you two to join in your family, and your call to join in different ways. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. this week's eight, and this week's ACIM class was, was, as Miles mentioned at the beginning of class, how I think how to make relationships into holy relationships. Is that what it was, Miles? Yes. So how to, so that, that, yeah. that is the Monday class, you mean? On no. the, the one on Thursday. Friday. No. Friday. Friday. Oh yes. Yeah. And actually, I think it's more not how to, but um, the power of being willing to. Mm. To make all relationships holy relationships. Yes. This is Deb, and I came in late also. So you're saying the homework class is the one that's talking about that? Yeah. Oh, wow. Hmm. Thank you. And Jennifer's been saying this, Carol, again, on uh, that last spring. I wasn't, I didn't know Jennifer then, but there's a whole series of A Course in Miracles. Uh, the, the spring series was on relationships. It was I, on holy relationships. Yeah, and I think I'll buy that package. They're not very much, you know, to help me out, um, you know. What are they, 87 if you keep it online? I mean, it's really not a bad deal at all if you if you can do it. But and she said, I'm not going to go over all that again because it's there. I don't know if anybody remembers her saying that. but Yeah, I do. Yeah. I remember it because I actually did buy that, and I did listen to it once. And I was surprised to find out that that was what it was about. Okay. So, so you know, I just wasn't ready. <laughs> so now? So now I am. Now I'm going to I have to re-listen to it. I don't have enough things to listen to. No, I know. I have a, I have a recurring thing. Listen to this, listen to that on my calendar. <laughs> 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 and I color them gold. <laughs> Miles, we're all going to descend on your rental house and sit with you and listen with you to the entire series. One there you go. Uh, okay. That's a deal. We can sit on the deck. We can sit on the deck that overlooks the lower New York Bay and the skyline of New York City. Whoa. Wow. Sixteen classes, ladies and gentlemen, right? Yeah, you're all invited. I'll be there. Okay. We'll do it via Skype. Okay, yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Yes, and we'll do, did someone say we'll do dancing for Alex? Yes. Oh, yes. thank you. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you got an idea there. No, that's something else I can put on my calendar. <laughs> yeah, Miles is, Miles is dead. There you go. <laughs> I would go. Uh, I would have you. That, that, there's a joining for you. Yeah. 
This is Deb. So maybe you've talked about this at the beginning, but I would like to hear a little bit more about that homework class. I've never listened to a homework class. Well, they're the I did listen to the Thursday class. Well, I have I have another thing that I would say about it other than what I've already said, but uh, she was talking about, she was reading from Chapter 17 of the course. And she was talking about healing, about holy relationships versus special relationships. And what she said was, that really struck me. She said to have a special relationship is to, is to be, these are my words, not hers, but is to be declaring that there's something wrong with your life and you need somebody else to fulfill it for you. And to have a holy relationship is to recognize that there isn't anything that you need all as one anyway. Hmm. And so the I for me what I got was the willingness to have a special a holy relationship and have all your relationships be holy is the willingness to be in the relationship from a place of wholeness and holiness. And that there isn't anything that you're trying to get out of it. Yeah, that's amazing. That's 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 whole. <laughs> that's, that's whole. <laughs> And I'll actually piggyback on that and say that I did listen to the class that goes with that, the first part, and in it, Colin Tipping on his website, and I did download these, has free worksheets for that you can go through for self-forgiveness and forgiveness for another person. And I looked through them, and it's, it's another example of a forgiveness letter. And it's free, it's complimentary, so I would say if anyone wants to check it out, it's at his website, which is RadicalForgiveness.com, and he has some amazing tools as well. Great. Hi, this is Carol. Um, I did listen to the homework class, and it was really good. I still have some questions, though, about the holy relationship versus the special relationship. And I understand the not needing to get something from another person, but obviously when we're in a relationship with someone, there are things that we look to them or look for support in bad times. I mean, am I reading it too, am I thinking of it too simplistically, that it's more if you need them, you're then saying that there's a lack in you versus desiring them or enjoying them or counting on them and being there? I don't know if anyone can talk to that a little bit more and make it clearer in my head. Give an example of a need that you're talking about. 
that you might look to somebody else for. I'm sorry, could you repeat that? It would it would help for me, like at least if I knew like you're talking about what would what would you consider a need that you might look to somebody for? Let's say like with my spouse. I mean, I don't need him to save me. I don't need him to fix me. But I would I'm happy to know that if I run into need someone, he's there to support me. He's there to be there for me. He he has my back. He wants me to grow. He wants me to be happy. He, um, so do I need that? No, but I enjoy it. And I I picked him versus someone else because he is someone who will let me be me and who has made me a better person by being in a relationship. And I've and I've made and he's become better. I mean, we've we've helped each other. But I guess um, do I need? Did I look to him to like save me from my life? No. So I guess that's my concern. Is that I'm not sure if I'm just reading it too deeply into this or too or too simply into it. Well, my, my 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 sense is kind of like if if we go into a judgment when it doesn't happen or an expectation around it and then go into a judgment, like let's say in one instance he doesn't do what you want him to do, um, to then use that as a a learning example to apply trust to something higher again, that everything is perfectly happening for you to learn something from that. Okay, so so basically, if I can release any opinions or judgments, like basically, kind of, kind of like I do divine experiments. I've done them with my son. It's kind of the same kind of thing. Looking at the divinity, learning from them, and releasing those opinions and judgments that pop up. Is that what you're saying? That is. And once again, I'm going to give the disclaimer that I don't know if that that's my sense of what it is at this level of my learning right now. I it could be something totally different. And when Jennifer listens to this, I would love if it would be addressed maybe in an upcoming call. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate Because that's an awesome question. It is an awesome question. I was just going to say that. It's a a great question. Deb, and as I heard you talking, I mean, my sense of it, the way you talked about it is that it is, I don't know if any of us are really truly whole, you know, that it's a whole, holy relationship, but it did not seem to me to be in the special spot. I mean... In my past, I needed, I wanted, when I was in relationship, I felt like I was whole. That's not wholeness. We're whole without somebody. And you're not talking about needing him. You're talking about preferring to be in a relationship so that you have support. That, to me, is whole, you know, healthy. But, again, I don't know either a bigger picture way how we're looking at all this now, but right. well thanks, yeah. You're yeah, fine. I mean obviously I I'm certainly nowhere near, you know, perfect and whole. Um and obviously things come up but it as an overall picture, 
But it's just like when these things, when she's talking, I'm like, okay, well, wait a minute. Let me reevaluate. Maybe I'm doing something that I don't know. So I just wanted more input, but thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, and I, I think this, I might be repeating to some degree what's already been said, but it seems to me that that the what that the making that that the having of a holy relationship is the willingness to have whatever is going on in the relationship, whatever is happening, whatever you're liking or not liking, you're reflecting, you're using it to grow in God. Okay, that's. That's a beautiful way to think of it. And I'm with everybody else. I'm I'm saying that as someone who 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 today commit, I'm saying it as someone who doesn't claim to have all the relationship, although I'm claiming. I am declaring it now. Yes. Yes, let's do the willingness. Thank you. I'm still in the willingness stage. Yes. As am I. I'm always willing. Willing willing. This is this is Jeannie, and one of the examples that comes up for me in my relationship with my husband that I that I, that I feel is um, I catch myself needing his approval, and that's where it's it's the special relationship, right? It's like um, if I need it from him, if I'm not whole and complete, and I have to get it from him to feel okay. And whether it's feeling selfish because I took time for myself or um, or I didn't join him in an activity he wanted to do, um, it's, it's still that fundamental um, feeling of that pull of I need to get something from him. And, and usually if I start with approval of what I'm doing or whatever, that's, that's like the, sh- the cheat sheet answer, like, oh, there I am again. So I don't know if that's helpful to anyone too. But I'm I'm praying for releasing that and going back to uh, the willingness of I don't know how it can be, but um, the Holy Spirit says I'm whole and complete, and I'm willing to trust and feed that. <clears throat> yeah. This is Kathy, and I I'm I'm like like Miles said I have not yet really achieved a holy relationship, but I'm willing. But I I notice what comes up for me that I know that it's a special relationship is that if something in that relationship is going along really well and then something happens like the other person doesn't respond the way I think they should have or does something that feels hurtful, how quickly that I can turn to anger and bitterness and almost a, a hatred that's underlying that. It sometimes happens so quick. And uh, and then it tunes me in that nope we got got more work to do to lift this one up. I think the course calls that you know special relationships can turn into special hate relationships. Really? Yeah. Just took, yeah. Just means the hate came up wanting to attack mode probably. Yeah. Um, uh oh, wait a minute. Use it as <laughs> what they call that divine alarm clock. Yeah. <laughs> 
very normal here. <laughs> so-called normal. Yeah, so-called normal. <laughs> Forgiving ourselves for, do it, for falling into that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, this is Jeannie. I just feel like I want to celebrate all of us um, being here because we are willing by um, bringing the light and, and all of us being here together on this call and, and for everyone who will listen to it, we're sharing the power, the intensity of our willingness is being heard by the angels and all the divine heavens. And so I, I just... I know we're, we're, at least for me, it feels like we're talking about where we're not perfect, but I want to appreciate where we are, <laughs> that we're, we're, we're stepping into it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, let's celebrate. Let's all go out on the deck and dance. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a picture of being out on the deck and dancing, and it's not pretty. <laughs> My pictures, we were holding hands going in a circle. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Nice. With our hands we're helping. We're helping each other change where we're at now. We're not perfect. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, we're. Uh, my sense, I agree with what you said, but my sense is we're admitting that we're not there or we're not perfect, but it's not from a place of it's not from a place of being of beating ourselves up or being mm-hmm. down on ourselves. Yes. It's just an honest appraisal of where we are. Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like this group is getting more comfortable in speaking with each other and joining. That would be a good thing. I'm grateful that I'm laughing again the past two times that I've listened. This is Deb. I have been so I just low energy and low level depression and it was it shifted. It shifted and I'm laughing and I'm in in the last ten days I had the I'm done with this. I want a refund. I can't do it. <laughs> and I can't say that I'm doing a lot more now, but at least I'm willing to still be here. And I'm laughing past couple days. Done that in a while, so it was hard for me to listen because you guys were so joyful, and yet I know I needed to because I needed to see what was possible. So I'm grateful we're holding space for each other to keep going forward. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're on that deck, and all of us are picking up Deb, putting her above our heads, and dancing around with her. Oh, yes. I, that's beautiful. <laughs> and then we're tossing her like a little trampoline. Oh, catch her. Woo! Got her. Yeah. <laughs> I, got your, I got your back, Deb. There you go. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> You know, I just had a picture of of what we're doing. It's just symbolically. It's like it's like in our wholeness, we're like the master gardener 
and we know we have we're planting a garden and so we have to dig up the earth and fertilize it properly and choose the seeds and and um some trial and error and pull up the weeds and and tend and water the garden and it's like our greater self really is perfect but we're doing some work in the what we call the physical and it's the planning of the garden and the transforming the energies like the violet ray talks about and we're producing a beautiful garden but it takes some things of the weeding and the watering and and that's kind of the process that we're our willingness is helping out with but the the master gardener sees the beautiful the beautiful beautiful finished garden and we're in the process of working that garden and the master gardener even enjoys working with the fertilizer yes (laughs) for sure (laughs) and pulling the weeds (laughs) and we're nice analogy we're all ready yeah i really like that we're already perfect, and we're just uncovering. Right. Mm. And bringing forth the beauty at every level of our being. Yeah. We're just sprouting what's within. <laughs> and sometimes the sun shines, and sometimes it rains, but the plant still grows. Yes. And sometimes and we might not like it when it rains. <laughs> True. <laughs> but it still has a good effect sometimes. Yeah. Like where I am, so I'm, in, I, I'm in South Dakota, and we've had just a drought and a very little snow this winter, and it was so dry. And now we're getting rain. And I, I get kind of down on gloomy days, but I realize none of this is going to grow unless we get good soaking rains, which we're getting today. So that's true in our lives, too. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of rain, uh, did anybody listen to Venerable's class this week? Part of it. Um, did you? Someone asked to, for all of us to join into a rain prayer, rain yeah. dance, uh, what is it, Sunday mornings or something for a few weeks? Uh, uh, there we go. Let's do it. They have a certain time. They picked a certain time. Let me look at my golden calendar. There it is. Group prayer for rain appreciation, 8 o'clock Sundays, 8 a.m., no matter what time zone you're in. Oh, okay. (laughs) Or three weeks, starting tomorrow. Is this for California, then? Uh, uh, Venerable said everywhere. For any place that needs rain. Yeah. Yeah. Need it. It's a balance. Yeah, rain appreciation, she called it. Hmm. That violet flame um, prayer that you read I mean, about the earth and visualizing that would be a good one. Yeah. Or dancing. That's a beautiful prayer. I'm so glad you shared it with us. And it's a prayer for all, everyone and every kingdom and all the earth. And and it just is so helpful.
Hello, everybody. It's me again, Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi. I just wanted to sh- thank you all for sharing so beautifully. Mary and the community that you're building. It's so beautiful. Well, Carla is going to say a closing prayer for us. Would anybody like to request prayer? Uh, Carol Sacramento for my sister's health. This is a beautiful time for all of us to, at least this is the way I look at it, we get out our, put it on my prayer list. So, you know, whether it's spoken or just your name and healing, I mean, it doesn't have to be anything specific. Um, it's just a beautiful time to share, and and other people can put it on their prayer list. And when I listen to calls, I put my I put whoever requests something on my prayer list. So it's kind of a cumulative request. That's the way I see it. But it's whatever you want to do. It's it's great. Carla, are you with us? Yes, I am. So, so I really enjoyed this whole call. It was so I really felt it in my heart. And so let's all um collect that feeling that we had this whole time and remember that we can carry it throughout the week all our lives. We're so grateful for this time of connection and of sharing and sharing our willingness, our willingness that may not be so apparent to us, but it's always there. If we are here listening on this call, whether we spoke or not, we are willing. It is in our heart. It cannot be taken from us. We are so grateful for that willingness and grateful, and we offer any resistance we have to that willingness, to connecting to that willingness, to knowing that willingness, to sharing that willingness, we offer up any resistance that we ever, that ever shows up. That ever shows up, we we release it like opening our hand and dropping something on the floor. It is just that simple. We declare that to know we are learning to know who our true self is the self that has always been there has been created by god and we are becoming more and more we are viewing that with more and more clarity we are feeling that more and more in our life in our heart and we are <laughs> we are tending the garden of our heart along with God that we are all gardeners tending the garden of our heart to grow in this, to grow in all this awareness. And we are so we are so grateful when we share we share all our healing and expansion. We we feel, we discover, we we are receiving we share it with everyone because we are one spirit amen
Amen. Amen. That's so beautiful, Carla. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, everyone. Love you all. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. See you on my deck. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.